the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 220 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. For this one, we're going to call this bad boy, Let Lace Him Up. That's what we're going for today. Lace them up. Why? Because the boys are finally lacing up, taking the field. We're getting out there, getting all the all the work out there, getting some flags up, making some noise. We're back at the bank. So, yeah, lace them up is a perfect fit. Of course, before we get into the mix and all the madness, let me welcome back the boys. Welcome back, Bam. Welcome back, Tony. How you doing, Bam? Yeah, doing all right. Another nice warm day. Got a storm rolling through, so not too bad. That works. A little bit of weather. Not so bad. Unlike the crazy stuff we've been getting lately, it's it's all good, man. Tony, how are you doing? Doing pretty well, you know, enjoying getting ready, ready for the season, getting hyped up for everything, all that comes with it, jerseys, everything. Yeah, I mean, things are coming at us fast. Uh, yeah, a jersey release should be coming super soon. Uh, will be coming super soon. Seeing the guys on the field, it's finally here. It's talking about football right not rumors football it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. uh seeing what this team can do with the with the players at hand seeing our guys feature for national teams football it's good things uh so yeah i mean this is where we're at we're finally getting into the business of it why we're here right uh talking about players coming in we will definitely cover that we'll talk about some rumors uh we'll we'll cover anything and everything you know how this goes and of course we'll end this show today with the actual match for you You're talking about new england and what they're up to yes they're the supporter shield winners but they are definitely in flux so we're going to explain why we're saying that and why it's gonna be really interesting to see who actually takes the field for either team this weekend so let's get with it uh tony let's talk about some key additions to the squad because now one is official right uh actually mm-hmm. everybody is official let's talk about the big names that we might see might not see this weekend so the newest addition to the long list of new additions that we got is john john mccarthy and like i said mm-hmm. right when we were ending the show rich was doing his his ongoing uh twit sleep his twitter picture pickography or whatever you want to say and that was john mccarthy so He's a little bit of an older man, so uh, 29, and he's made 42 appearances for Inter and Philadelphia Union, has 10 sheets, so he's a good, solid backup or could be a good in-training goalie to help us out between Romero and, of course, the newest additions who we got in, of course, which is Mr. Crepe from Vancouver. Yep. And then of course we get our our who is of course one of the US or sorry Canadian national team starters. Then of course we have our US national team, Kellen Macosta, our coach, of course, Dolo, and our two draft I would call them I'll call them what do we call MLS draft, MLS super whatever it's called, uh, expansion draft, exemption Frank Escobar and Ismail. Yeah, so th- there should be some interesting looks. I think the big one to talk about will probably be Tajiri Shradi and Escobar for this weekend's match because they should be available. Uh, Acosta and Crepo, not so much because they're on international duty, and we'll talk about that a little bit, a little bit. Uh, 
But the big thing to me, and we'll go into it further, is the young kids uh, trying to finally see what they can do in our colors against MLS competition, right? Uh, we haven't seen them for a while. So to see guys like Torres go out there and get a run out, it's going to be refreshing to see. Uh, to see the actual battle for backup, right? Because mm-hmm. McCarthy's now there. McCarthy's extremely steady for a goalkeeper. He's not a superstar. He's a journeyman, but he's steady. He is trusted in his role. You don't get that many appearances unless you're a trusted player. So that should be interesting, especially at 29 versus Romero, who's seen and everybody says he's the future. Well, now let's see if he's the now when it comes to backup, because let's be honest, uh, Maxime, we could see depart for international duty at times. It's no promise that he's going to get a lot of games. Guarantee he's not going to get, you know, all the games. So guys -hmm. are going to have to put in minutes. Guys are going to have to show up. So these two have to battle out to see who gets those minutes. It's good. We finally filled out the goalkeeper position. It's nice. Uh, so there we are. And then, of course, Franco Escobar, and we've talked about it before, a little bit of sandpaper in the lineup finally. Somebody that can, that can throw his weight around, can do the overlaps, can play center back. He's got versatility. So we'll, we'll see early on where, where Dolo actually wants to test him. Couldn't be in multiple places. So it's going to be nice to see him finally get a run out and see it and see him in our colors. So all good things. Bam, how are things going at training camp? Um, from what I can tell, which is not much, quite good. Um, there's been no list given out of who's trialing, who's there, all that kind of stuff. But all the updates I've been seeing on Twitter, Instagram with the photos and video clips, some of it looks good. There was a good little clip put up on Instagram of a nice um, Vela goal in training. That was nice. <laughs> Except for the guy that got posterized, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But again, posterized by Vela. So get used to it, get in line. That's just how it goes. Ask the entire lineup for San Jose how that feels. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> one other name, of course, is Opoku. Uh, that's another one that that we saw training, and so there's a good one. And blessing too, you know. Yeah, uh, we saw some some photos of him this week. So sounds good. No injuries to talk about, right, Bam? No, n- none that I've heard come out. So that's a good sign. Right, right. And the only thing we hear about the injuries is Segura, and they're saying he's ahead of schedule. So yeah. Not so bad, not so bad. Uh, there is some international duty. I mentioned a few. Uh, you want to throw it more into that because actually there were games tonight. So uh, yeah. who's out on duty right now? So we had Diego Palacio out for Ecuador. Um, he was an unused sub in a 1-1 draw with Brazil, which was a crazy game. It was actually shown live here in Australia on Bean Sports. So I, it was an 11 o'clock kickoff. So it was, no, sorry, it was a eight, 9 o'clock kickoff. 11 o'clock was a U.S. game. Um, so got up, watched the game. VAR was used four times. There was two red cards. The Ecuadorian keeper got sent off within the first 10 minutes. The Brazilian <laughs> keeper should have been sent off, but wasn't. The VAR overturned his red card. Um, Ecuador could have had two penalties, both grew off by VAR. It was an amazing game. If you get a chance, go back and rewatch it. It was ridiculous. Oh, I love we also- the ball. Yeah, I, I, it's the purest qualification system. Everyone has to play everybody, and that's it. Uh, that's awesome. That's it, yeah. it's sad our guy didn't get to play, of course, but uh, <laughs> yeah, still we good also had um, Kellen Acosta, who was the 89th minute sub for the US in the one year win over El Salvador, which cost me money, but that's besides the point. Huh. Um, 
you couldn't score a goal in the first half. And then obviously Maxine was a um, unused sub for Canada and the two nil winner away to Honduras. Wait, you bet on the U.S. to score in the first half of a football match? I, I bet on like, anyone to score in the first half. Anyone? I mean, they always start slow. That's that. You know, I'm playing with fire a little bit with that one. Tony, what do you got I, to say, man? He's waiting and, over there. What's up? And of course, Mexico won against Jamaica two one. I'm sorry, I just gotta bring that up. Dude, they looked like they were gonna lose that game. That was and, a little scary. I think they just. I think they just didn't. It's one of those like, like cat like those. Uh, the what do you say like those like catch them games where it's or not catch them I forgot like like where trap, they, trap yeah thank you trap games where it's like they don't think that it's, it's like a hard it's like the Trinidad the 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 Trinidad and Tobago games it's like you don't think they're good but you let them have their way and then they can upset you yeah no you know what and that's Concacaf to a T is you think teams are easy and yes you thrash them when you're at home but whenever you're on the road man it's gonna be a roller coaster. You don't really understand the challenges of CONCACAF because they just yeah. look at the skill level and go, eh, it's not, no, dude, it's it's tight, it's tough, it's physical. We'll, yeah, we also have one yeah. other player out on international duty. He's still mm-hmm. technically with us. Diego Rossi was oh, yeah. with Uruguay, but he's positive for COVID, so he's not playing. Uh, okay. All right. I mean, that's all bad all the way around, right? He's He's got to sit, sit out for like 10 days. He's got to finally get back to his current side and hopefully things work out and it's something that doesn't take too long to come back from. It's just a complication in a, in a story that's been rife full of complications. So, uh, ew, okay. Well, that's not so great, but at least he featured, I get, well, he didn't feature, but no. he was uh, featured it, it, in the lineup. Yeah. He featured yeah. in a, in a news story. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was where he was. At. Like yeah. at least he got selected to go, to go there. So that's, that's a good step. Mm-hmm. It's like finishing second in a pageant. <laughs> great, great, good. You participated. You get nothing for this. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's sad for him. Honestly, hoping for a quick recovery, gets back into the mix, and that Rosie can do Rosie things. So yeah, man, tough tough break. Uh, that being said, I guess we'll transition into Rumorville. Uh, another Uruguayan, of course, is still making noise, and that will be uh, Brian. Uh, Brian is still out there. We're still hearing noise about it, seeing if it's going to happen. If it's not, I don't know. To me, it sounds more like it's just a rumor running around at this point. Uh, did you guys hear anything further on that or is it just sitting in Rumorville? Sitting just in sitting there. There's, like I said, it's one of those things at this point. It's rather sell him for makeup at least a little bit. At this time, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take a loss on him at the, at the end of the day. And it's, it's because of his, one his attitude, maybe also his agents involved with it, and you know how agents in the uh, world in the football world there. Are. So at this point, if we can just least break half, I would say, or even if we break even, I take that as a win. Breaking half is okay. Yeah, I mean, he came in a pretty high tag, so <sighs> just move on. If the player wants to go, let him go. I mean, at the end of the day, you need players that are happy to be here, that want to be here, that are fully committed to this project and winning here. Yes, they're all looking for that springboard, right? Mercenaries mm-hmm. to a point. But it does seem very obvious that he just wants out. Uh, not that he's you know mad at us or anything, but, but he has a place he wants to be in his career. This ain't it at this time. So 
yeah, let's hope it all works out. The other rumor that just recently popped up, I think it was yesterday on Twitter, uh, was that <laughs> FC Dallas was chasing a player and the rate was too high for them. And then somehow, some way, LAFC was the one team that could afford to make a deal and was involved in the possible deal. That would be uh, Gabriel Sada. Uh, 22 years old, central attacking midfielder, but honestly, utility man for Sao Paulo because I've seen him do it. Center mid, defensive mid, right mid, right wing, right wing back, right back. He, he kind of moves all over the place, but he seems to be most effective as a central attacking midfielder. Now, transfer marked has him valued at 7.15 mil. Okay. He's played 98 matches. Got 16 for for his side of 98 matches, 16 goals, nine assists, 12 yellow cards. Okay, not not so bad. Uh, he did last score on Recife on November 27th. Pretty decent looking goal. If you go check it out. It was pretty entertaining. Um, but in his last match for them, he played right back. Wasn't highly rated, but he did play right back. Uh, so we like guys with versatility, so it wouldn't be too shocking if this guy got a look-see from us, I got to say. His pass rate in Brazil is about an 81%, so he can pepper the ball pretty well. Uh, shot on target rate not so hot. It's about 36%. Uh, dribble and tackle both at 53. Yeah, yeah, 50-50 ball, right? There you go. Uh, honestly, they're saying that 10 million wasn't good enough for Dallas. If that was the deal and they wanted more and somehow we were going to do more. I think that's a whole lot for a guy that's ranked in what? Seven mil. That's a big bump. So I'm not sure how real it is. I'm not sure if there's just an agent trying to be like, well, that didn't work out. Let me see if we can snag another side from up here. We'll make, we'll make a deal. This sounds more like a loan. Like if anything, we were going to do a loan for a player like this, not Mm -hmm. an outright purchase, Uh, but you never know. Mm Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think of is would give him the 10 mil plus B-Rod. I mean, new new blood, yeah. right? And it's a position that we we, we kind of need. So uh, Sifuentes can't do it all this year. Uh, seeing how things might line up, uh, it would be pretty decent to have another player to compete with him and one that will be here when he might leave on international duty or into that mix so yeah again this is the year of covid of course it's still here so there will be guys that will go into quarantine from time to time i'm figuring right that's just life that's reality mm-hmm. uh guys leaving on international duty injuries as well would he fit into what we do yeah i mean if you've seen what he can do he would fit but the price would have to be right so we're not sure how much weight's behind it it's just an article we'll see how that pans out uh bam would you be for it if the price was right Hey, as long as the price is right, I'm before anyone. Right. Until the price do the job. Right. Do the job. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he fits what we need, right? He does. He does. And it losing our West Australian spot is a massive loss. So we need someone in there, as you said, for when players go on international duties, which they will, we need players. Dan, it's that versatility thing that, that John loves. Seems like you don't get picked up by this side unless you can play multiple roles, right? There has you look at Escobar, it's it's that that situation. You look at Illy, right? Ilya, he he plays center back too. I mean, we have guys that can kind of plug and play, and the most loved player blessing who plays anywhere, whether he's good at it or not, he's gonna play anywhere. So we like the utility. There it is. That's how it sits. So we'll see what happens there. 
I'm kind of interested. So we'll see. Uh, in terms of Rossi's Fenerbahce Odyssey, uh, Bam, what have we got so far? I know he left on international duty, but before that, has anything looked good so far? Yep, he was subbed in in a one-one draw with um, Siv Sapor. Uh, the next game's not until the fifth of Feb, which is good because they got international break. So he will hopefully be able to go back, recover, and get it go. They're away to Istanbul, Basketshire on the at 8 a.m. LA time. They're fifth in the league after 23 games, so they're getting up and down a little bit. So it could be could be better, could be worse. Hopefully we'll get some more playing time. Also in other news, we've also had Artuesta make his first appearance for Palomarius. So it was a 64th minute sub in a 2-0 win over Novo. I'm not going to try and pronounce the rest of it. I'm just calling Novo. And he was an unused sub in a 3-0 win at home to Pont Prita. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he sold. So unless yeah, it's yeah. like hoping for the best. It's not killing us. He's not getting yeah. playtime yet. Uh, but looking, yeah. mm-hmm. looking through Twitter and all that, um, the coach, because this isn't an actual season. It's a preseason tournament that they run over in Brazil. The coach is trialing new players, moving around a little bit. Okay. So hopefully he'll get a start in the game at Saturday at 11 a.m. against Sal Renato. Ah, okay. Okay. I saw that he was taking free kicks, right? That was happening. Yeah. Yeah, so it was in there. But I was also doing a, a little bit of digging, too, about Palmeiras. They actually had a youth game against Sao Paulo stopped with a fan running onto the onto the pitch with a knife. Oh, that's not cool. No. <laughs> that's not cool. I mean, speaking of violence, I think we had another room on our plan. I'm not going to mention that we had something else fun there. I'm sure the comments, <laughs> you guys are going to bring it up, and we're going to encourage that because you're coming on soon. But, uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny one. That's for sure. Well, we'll let you guys bring it up. We'll, we'll run with it. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, Twist is getting his, his chance. Uh, Rosie, we're praying for the best for him. And that's kind of our... Well, actually, didn't we have a player in Australia just score a goal? An alum? <laughs> right? Didn't that yeah, happen in yeah. Australia? Yeah, yeah. Who did he score against? Uh, it's got against Sydney FC, so that was that was quite good. Okay. So, all right, happily take all that. Right. Take it. But at, at the moment, a, a lot of the games here in Australia, two days out, getting postponed because of COVID and all that. So, Jeez. you got games. You got teams haven't played for a month because they're supposed to play this team, then they get COVID. So, go play this game. No, they got COVID. So, it's a bit <laughs> up and down at the moment. Yeah, it's just the world. Right, that's where we're at. We just hope we can go to these games and it happens, and we get through it. We get through it. We'll do our best to get there. I mean, that's where it is. We're not going back to what we did in the beginning, that's for sure. But hey, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna throw it back to everybody out there right now before we get into club and community, and of course, get into the match preview. So let's see what you guys all got to say out there. Uh, Running it out, yes, the intros have to happen. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Uh, Jose says, uh, can it be Saturday already? I'm with you, brother. I'm with you there. Uh, let's see. Roberto Espinoza in the mix. Welcome, sir. Al Hopkins. Hey, what's Tony sipping on, says Al Hopkins. Tony, what are you sipping on? I am sipping on an, a McCollin 
12 year old out of a the 12 year old McCollin and it was a cherry oak casket it was a christmas gift from one of my close friends he and he we had a drink together he knew i enjoyed it so he bought me a bottle for christmas so that's what i'm sipping on dude he's got it legit i'm drinking diet Pepsi, man. Like, <laughs> what a what a letdown at least the cup looks good but uh <laughs> right I pint have, glass but not a proper pint i just have my street fighter you? my street fighter little like sip cup <laughs> Nice. And then Bam's sitting there like, I got nothing to say. He's got got no- what do you got? What do you got? Coca-Cola. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Just a good old Coca-Cola. That works too. That works. Keeps us up. That's what it does. Good mm-hmm. stuff. So Al, there's your answer. He's he's drinking good tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was good, man. All right. Mark's, Mark's on here. Mark Lopez. He says, I need a new edition themed game day graphic. A new edition? Oh, yeah. Gosh. All right. I guess yeah. I'm, I'll put that for you then. They so want they want the Louis Vuitton look to go away. What, 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 or, oh, oh, and the music maybe. Yeah, the music. Yeah, the okay. music. Yeah. All right. I mean, hey, shout out to 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 Andy down in San Diego who made that. It's uh, Jerry's brother who made mm-hmm. the intro. So, uh, yeah, there's some nostalgia there, that's for sure. But I get it. New season, new 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 music. It's all good, man. I like it. Oh no, he just wants Fine. a he wants a game day banner. That's what he wants. Game, ooh, that's what okay, he wants—a right. new edition right. game day banner. So I'll, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, I'm thinking new edition. I'm thinking the band. How bad is that? Um, <laughs> right, the group. Ooh, yeah. All right, Mark. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. See, he's got his music. There it is. Gotta be the black and gold vinyl. We got something else this week for black and gold that is going to be pretty interesting that we haven't covered and should have covered a long time ago. Because it was more fitting for a few weeks ago, but there it is. Uh, all right. LFCB says, good evening, gentlemen. My favorite LAFC podcast. Thank you, man. It's an honor. Actually, thank you all you guys for even listening to the madness that we put in every week. Uh, we do it for you. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's, it's having a good time talking football and, and keeping it up and getting through these off seasons, man, and getting ready for the fun of football. And it's back. So, yes. Thank you, brother. Uh, Al Hopkins, can you hear the staff say great pass Torres? Right? No, I, I Torres is going to be fun to watch. I can't wait to see what he can do against New England. Uh, I wish he had more minutes last season. I found it to be a bit of a shame that he didn't. So good on that, sir. Al Hopkins also says, on that Vela highlight, not the Mango on a Poku. Well, you know, that's not where, <laughs> you know, he's not a defender. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it was rough, but hey, all in good fun. Uh, LCB says, Acosta played a few minutes of the sub for U.S. men's national team. During the end, I was like, hey, one of our own. Isn't it nice to have a U.S. men's national team player at LAFC? I mean, we had Walker back in the day flirting with it, but now we got a guy that gets a lot of minutes for the national team and is highly likely to get get a trip to, to the World Cup. So, mm-hmm. well. We shall see. We shall mm-hmm. see. Uh, dude, yeah, I'm beyond happy to have him here. Uh, Araceli Villanueva, nice having you on here. Says there was also an update on Mahala. He's back in training and nearly 100%. Exactly. It's good things. It's good things. Talked to Araceli a few, a few huh, yesterday, actually, um, about a few things coming up. Uh, Araceli is actually uh, looking like she's going to write some articles our way uh support us a bit on that and and also 
She's setting something up where we could have a super pod coming up real soon. That's going to be super cool if we can get that kicked off, especially with the season coming up. So look for that as a super pod in the mix. And uh, yeah, definitely, Araceli. Good seeing you on here. Uh, LSC Beast says, USA is still in good standings, currently second huge match this Sunday. I got to be real. I'm going to say it with everybody on this with the qualifying. Seeing where the teams are currently positioned, the best thing we can do is have the favorites get results right now. Like that actually helps us. So there's a gap forming between that last spot. You might as well have it break apart, right? Um, so we win, they win. We all go forward. It's okay. Just stay in the stay in the mix. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there for us U.S. Mm-hmm. fans and Mexico fans and Canada fans. Uh, all three, I think uh, it's looking good, but if they all got to keep winning. That's all that happens. Yeah, right. Well, Pan- Panama yep. lost one 0 to Costa Rica today, so that helps you guys out. Yeah, no, the gap the gap widens, and it's okay if that happens. It's better for all three top dogs to make it through anyway. I know it's funny calling Canada top dog, but they have arrived, people. Like, get used to it. They're going to make it. They're going to make it. Can't wait to see it happen. It's been a long, long time. Some of you might not have been alive the last time they were there, but hey. <laughs> so, uh, I was. Uh 805 Roman Garcia is Diego Rossi coming back. Oh man, don't make me cry. I love Diego. I do, but I want to see him make it over there. Okay. It's sad if he does not. Uh Alan in the mix. Alan Hernandez is Pancho Janela in full training. I as far as I know. I haven't heard I, don't, I haven't heard anything about him being injured or anything. So as far as I'm aware, everyone's back full training except for the injuries we know of. Yeah, I mean it's it's actually pretty good going in this year on who's available. We don't have anybody on heavy heavy like surgery issues or anything like that. They they all look like well, I mean Segura maybe a couple weeks into the season, but it's good things that's for sure. Uh, LAC Beast answers the question, of course. I've seen pics of Janela training, right? Right. I think it might be in our cover this week. <laughs> um, Al Hopkins, that's the second time for Diego. <laughs> uh 805 roman is dr coming back i mean that's the big rumor right i is it gonna happen is it not uh again we can only hope for the best for him uh lacb says i do see good chemistry between stevie and the squad during practice he's definitely turning out to be a player's coach you know i i Ilya said it like he's trying to remind them that there's fun to this game right and why you got into it in the first place so it's about the football and that's good that's good. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's touched in a video was for good touch as well. Still got it. Yeah, still got it. Got it better than a few of the guys on the side, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, push comes to shove. We need that player during COVID. We've had issues at right back. I'm just saying. <laughs> you never know, right? Kidding. Guys. Sun- Kidding. Bit of Sunday football player coach. Take that. Right, right, player coach flashback that's NASL stuff right there. Uh, <laughs> 805 Roman Garcia, LA should have tossed Rodriguez two years ago. He can't score, he scored one big one though. Give him that big game, got one away. But yeah, you know, honestly, it's been up and down for him, and I think a lot of it is, is up here, right? Motivational looks otherwise. It's tough. He thought he'd be in another place, that's for sure. Rasta Gary in the mix at Mark Lopez only have the first new edition album on vinyl though. Hey, there it is. They're looking for new edition. Isn't that funny? 
All <laughs> right. Uh, Alan Hernandez, Asafa Kundo signed for Orlando. Did LAC have discovery rights on him? I'm not sure what's up with discovery rights these days. I remember those, right? But you really don't talk about discovery trades and picks. So I'm kind of wondering, did that just quietly go away? Or is it just under the table that teams just make a deal and they can go make it happen unless somebody complains? Yeah, he wasn't. I guess he wasn't on our list. You know, uh, we asked somebody else that we're targeting, so he wasn't one of them. That's all I can figure on that one. But yeah, it's interesting to see him over there. And you're like, are we breaking up with Peñarol? What's going on? Feels like that a little bit, right? Something not as great as it should be. Who knows? So I got another rumor of another player, though, that might wait for you guys to toss that out there because I'll phone it too. Uh, Candy Girl for the win. Mark is having fun with this new edition thing. Uh, <laughs> ben Skolnick in the mix. He says, with the new signings this year, who are you guys most exciting to see in the pitch? Honestly, because I like hard-nosed players, it's going to be Escobar. I just I can't wait till he just gets stuck in on these guys, especially against a certain side, because <laughs> um, that's my kind of player. That's not afraid to get stuck in. So him, of course, the goalkeeper is the story. I mean, Maxime is Maxime. Uh, I'm a goalkeeper kind of guy, so to me, I just cannot wait to see what he's going to do for us. I'm really excited there. Bam, who are you most excited to see? Uh, try to see what Acosta can do for us, but I still I still want to see how Fall is going to improve this year. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> going to be a huge conversation. And is he going to stay the whole year? I don't want to be that guy, but yeah, it's Pots one of right, where it's like right. see, see what um, he's done under a new coach during this off season. See what he's going to do this year. See if he's going to get game time. Let's see what will happen. Well, you got to think, Chirindolo played in the back in the Bundesliga for so many years. He's got every trick in the book, and now you have this young kid that you're working with, which he already helped him to excel to get into this level. Now he gets him every day in game situations. It's only going to be good for him. It's good. And with who he'll be in the back line with, it's going to be amazing to see how he develops. Right, and the competition. He has to now fight to start every week. It's not like, oh, we're surviving, throw him in. No, there are guys that can threaten for every role back there. If you're if you're cold, you're going out the lineup. That's that simple. As long as guys are healthy, we got competition in the back finally. Tony, who are you most excited about? Um, pretty much our goalkeeper and our forwards and just how one how he dictates the defense and sh- puts them into positions what it is. And then, of course, just our front line with the new forward, how he fits into the situation, how momentum moves with everything like that. I'm just super excited about that at the moment. So it's going to be, like I said, um, if you can make it out there to watch it, go for it and see what, what it's. we can do this because this is the one of the only times you can get really excited and have high hopes until the, until the season starts. And maybe it goes higher, maybe it goes lower. We don't know the beautiful part of the preseason everyone thinks they have a chance it's good the other name that hasn't come up yet maybe because it's a little fear and nervousness but carlos vela right he's back it's gonna be to see see how he's come back yeah yeah what vela's come back that's for sure that's for sure uh mark lopez uh do we see dolo's vision this 
do we see those vision this Saturday? We're all preseason experimenting. All right. So I know I'm going to get into the the preseason setup in a bit, but I'll just say this. Don't expect anything result-wise. Don't. Look what the players are doing. Look what season, like, system he's testing. That's what you want to look at. The result means nothing in this game. It really doesn't because he's going to try some stuff out. They've got an extra week of training on us, too, so that doesn't help. Also, don't be surprised if it if it isn't two 45-minute halves. You can see three periods. I've seen this before where they just play you know, 30-minute periods and then break it all out. So it's all in the open. I don't know what to think except that I do expect the guys to press. I do expect to see a lot of, of, of where they close in, where they pinch people in the lineup, and how the transition is because he said he's going to work heavily on the transition play on both sides of the ball. So that's something that we want to see because he's already talked about that and how quickly they're progressing with that. So I guess that's where my head's at. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that is the story for sure. We hand this over to Bam. Can you handle the next question here? I can do that for you. just popped up. <laughs> well, I think we see formation ideas from Al Hopkins, but I would expect players to play more than Vela, probably 30 minutes. Yeah, I can see Vela playing 30 minutes. We do three 30-minute periods this weekend. 30 minutes will be plenty of time for him. What do you think, Tony? I can see him playing 30, maybe a little bit more, just to get him into game shape. I know we need to get him more of a more seeing what we have from him, you know what I mean? Because this is his quote unquote uh, con- contract year. Because again, we have him for a half a contract, and if he wants the bigger paycheck at the end, that he has to perform better for everybody. So, yeah, easily. Like I, I see it. It's going to be this this weekend alone. It'll be thirty minute, three thirty minute periods. They'll put him out maybe for the second thirty, so he has the first thirty minutes warming up alongside the pitch a bit more, see what he does and throw him in there. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with him. Again, we want, I know everybody wants the 2019, 2018, a little bit of the, uh, the 2020 beginning of Vela, but um, we'll see which, if we can at least get half of the Vela from 2020, we'd be somewhat okay. But again, we'll see what happens. There's always, the new players are easy it's easy to replace and that could open up a free DP spot moving forward. There yep. we go. I hope you guys can hear me. Okay. Now mm-hmm. I think I'm back. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had some technical issues and we almost lost the whole thing. So I had to jump off and get that fixed. Sorry about that guys. Uh, live shows, right? Things happen. <laughs> so, uh, huh. Fun times, fun times. So, uh, yeah, we're basically talking about it. Let me jump to the next comment since we're still alive. Yep. Uh, Carlos, I'm most excited to see Chicho with Vela and Rodriguez, right? We'll see how this plays itself out if Rodriguez stays, right? Yeah, uh, that's the big story. Uh, Carlos, see, I'm done with Peñarol for now. That's, I mean, yeah, you want new sources for sure, for sure. Rasta Gary says, definitely excited to see Maxime deliver some confident performances and take some pressure off. There we are. Going forward, can't speak Russian. Sorry, man. <laughs> I just saw that up there. <laughs> it's a uh, and Beast says, I'm excited, excited to see Franco Escobar. Yeah, same here, man. I got I want to see what he can do defensively. We need we need some help, so it's a good thing. 
That's for sure. All right, so let's transition into our club and community. So I'm going to hand this one over to Tony. What is going on with the club and community? So um, not too much in club and community besides the preseason game that's moving forward. But, of course, our EMLS uh, Series 2 came up this weekend, this week. And unfortunately, Savvy Pamela did not qualify again. He finished 17th. He had some good games. Um, unfortunately, didn't qualify for the Series 2. And he has some time to figure out what he needs to do and everything like that. And again, he is playing on online. So if anybody knows land versus online is a very different uh, situation. We can come into lag. So hopefully it's just a, an online situation. And then of course on the newest thing, everybody has been asking for it and we got it back behind the crest is back on YouTube for episode one, where you can check out where they kind of introduce Dolo and, get up behind him and see who he is as a person since most people don't know who he is who don't follow him as well yeah dude it's it's cool to see behind the crest of course it's not an espn plus this time it's just internal but that's okay that's fine it's probably an easier easier medium anyway so all good and it means i can watch it without having to legally download it right we don't have to have illegal illegal activities from the heart of LAFC. You just watch mm-hmm. the, the darn thing. So, yeah, good things there. Good things there. All right. Uh, what else we got going on? That's really about it. Um, obviously, yeah. you've got the, ga- the game this weekend. So, remember this weekend, get out there, do what we can. And then, do you want to take the black and gold final minute? I will do that for sure. I think Rasta Gary is going to be happy. It's not new edition, everybody. My apologies for that. But I was heading down the road and this song popped up. And Richie, not because of what it says in the song, but the title itself, Rich came to mind. So shout out to you, Rich. Uh, that would, of course, would be Bob Marley and the Whalers. Yes, finally, Bob Marley and the Whalers. Uh, decided to go with uh, album Rasta Man Vibration from 1976. The song that came up was Who the Cap Fit. And just just the chorus of that was like, uh, I'm feeling this in LAFC vibe, right? I mean, this is what we do. Of course, the song is a little bit about backstabbing, and trust me, not about any of you guys, but uh, uh, the song has got a cool vibe to it. So that's what I'm going with this week. Thinking about Boston bands, forget that. We'll save that kind of stuff for the season. Yeah, this just sounded cool. So Joe, check it out. It was fun to listen to. So uh, there is my take on that. Bam, what do you think, man? Sounds like a good one. Sounds like a good one. With hopefully more players coming, we need to see more cat fits. Dude, right? It's Brazilian, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. We shall see. I mean, we do have room for more. We do have room for more. One big name. We have room for one big name. So the DP is still floating around. We'll see what happens there. So good stuff. All right. So let's transition back into a little bit of football. Yeah, I know. We got preseason to talk about. But before we do that, Bam has a segment he wants to share with us that really does lead us into preseason. So go for it, brother. So with the preseason game coming this weekend, I thought I'd, and being our fifth year in the league, I thought I'd go back to one of our first preseason games that we had, which was a 2-2 draw with um, Toronto. In season one. So this is back around Feb 1st, 2018. For that game, we had two different lineups for the halves. And I thought I'll go back and find out where these players are now. 
So in the first half, our goalkeeper was a Quillen Roberts. He ne- he now plays for eighteen twelve FC Berry, which is a semi professional club in Canada. We also had Jordan Harvey play that game. He's still with us. We also had Gion Jakovic, who now plays for Forge FC in Canada. Uh, we also had Jordan Jones. He last played for FC Tucson and has been without a club since December 1st, 2019. Uh, we had wow. Tristan Blackman play in the first half. He's with the Vancouver Whitecaps. We also had, on trial, Maurice Edu, who retired in 2018 from football. Uh, we also had Callum Malice, who retired at the beginning of at the end of 2019, sorry. And we also had a trialist named Brian De La Fronte, who currently plays at California United Strikers FC in the NISA. Ah, yes. And I think he was former, like, GOATs. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we also had Shaf Brewer Jr., who's now playing for Fram Larvik in Norway. So he, he's been doing all right over there. We also had Aaron Kova, who retired from football in 2019. And our last player for that first half was Rodrigo Pacillo, who currently Pacheco. plays for mm-hmm. Pacheco. Have a guess where he's playing these days. The San Diego? No. no. He's over at Tres Protos Igrenentes in the Greek Super League 2. And he's contracted wow, there he's... until July this year. Oh, shit. Man, uh, that's a far journey. Uh, check him out. Good for him, right? Making a him. career out of this thing. Yep. Yeah, so that, good stuff. So that was our lineup for the first half. Second half, we went with a different lineup in this game. Mm-hmm. So we had Tyler Miller. We all know where he is at the moment. Yep. We had um, Joa, who's over at Orlando City. We also had Lamont Simon play in the second half who's currently a assistant at Montreal. Zimmerman, Betashur. We had a Nico uh, Romaz play for us in the second half, who currently plays in the Argentine third division. We had Benny Fehalba. Um We also had Paul Cavett Planides, who's retired after being released from us in 2018. So... Once he was done with us, he knew no one was as good as us, so he retired. <laughs> nice. And we also had like Diego Rossi, Latif Blessing, and Marco Urena play for us. Isn't a wild start where we're at now? And and going into this, and and let's let's be dead honest, even our reserves are better than what we heard in that in that lineup. So yeah. Yeah, and I know Nico, I Sornomas, he's an Argentinian player that was kind of trialing for us and it didn't didn't quite work out. We thought it was, you know, uh, it didn't work out. But yeah, where we were then, where we are now, it's a very, very different world. And we have transitioned, and this is version 2.0, technically. Um, more than that, let's be real. But uh, and a, a new world for us, new expectations. So that's an interesting, like, reality check is it's only a few years ago, really. But man, we are in a different world now, for sure. Good 100%. stuff, man. Yeah, yeah the good, reason good look is mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah, the reason why I brought this up is because I saw a um, thing on Instagram pop up 
uh, one of our backup keepers from our first season, Charlie Lyon. He he retired last year and just recently got added to the Marquette Soccer Hall of Fame for his old old school. Oh, yeah. So yeah, when I saw that yeah, pop up, yeah. so I'm like, you know what? Let's go see where some of these former players are. Let's see what they're doing these days. It's cool just to see where the movement. We talk about a few, right, with Rossi and others, but it's nice to see like the first edition and what happened to them. So, yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. So, we'll we'll transition that into this match preview. We know what we're bringing to the table and what we might be bringing to the table. We've seen the players, we've seen the field, we we've, we've heard the things that Chernolo said about the press, the transition, uh, how he's not really locked into any any formation. It's it's what fits, right? You see the roster that he's built. There's versatility to it. So, yeah, do we know what we're going to see walking into the door in this one? No, not at all. Uh, the only thing we know is 3252 is going to be ripping it up yet again. Uh, we do what we do. Uh, the season ticket holders will be there if you guess the season ticket holders. So there'll be some decent numbers, not like a big, big sellout. But the North End will still be kicking. Uh, on the field, though, like I said, it's it's all new. It's all new look. We do have the old guys. We will see that. But like Bam says, there's a good chance it's going to look like Las Vegas lights plus some uh, on that, you know, in the first kickoff. So, yeah, and we're not alone. You're like, oh, gosh, we're going to throw these kids to the wolves like New England's going to rip us apart. And it's really not not the case because they've got guys that aren't there right now. They've got guys that have left, uh, even though they won the supporter shield. And you're like, well, you want to bring back as much as you can. They took the money. Let's be real. They took a lot of it. Uh, key departures. Matt Turner. I mean, it's not confirmed yet, but it's sounding like it. You know, he's gone anyway because he's with the national team, but looks like Arsenal's in his future. Sounds like there's a verbal agreement. So Oof, losing ways. That, dude, that's killer for them to lose him. So they have a battle to see who the starting goalkeeper is going to be. Tejon Buchanan's gone. Another big loss for them, for sure. Scott Caldwell, Luis Caicedo. There's players that have left. They've also guys on, got guys on national team duty as well. So they're not quite you know the new england we think we're going to run into and they're in a club in a bit of transition and they're preparing for for the ccl and that that's really where their heads are at where they play with us so do i expect to see more of a starting lineup yeah they've had an extra training way more than we have uh and so they're going to be in a different transition than we are um and i don't think they mind having us the supporters out there making noise because they got to get used to some some stuff real quick so that is where they're at. Supporter Shield, maybe. I think they need to make a few more additions to really get to where they want to be. Uh, but, of course, there are some usual suspects and some new faces in the house that it's hard to call them new because they're pretty familiar to many of us. We've seen them around. Of course, uh, Noel Buck, their homegrown, just got signed, so expect him to play. But the other two are interesting. So they got Sebastian Legette, uh from Carson. I guess the hand signal doesn't quite work anymore, does it, boys? Uh, and so uh, he's not even going to be there because he's with the national team. But that's a new phase. And then there's Omar Gonzalez. Surprise, he's still playing, but okay. Uh, you know, definitely old boys network with Bruce. Uh, you know, so you'll probably see him get minutes because, honestly, he needs them to get the rust out. Real rust. Uh, but, again, he's still a good player, even though he's he's kind of towards the tail end of his career. So mm -hmm. that should be interesting, but that's not a replacement for the guys I just mentioned leaving, but that's who we see so far. Um, and then a lot of draft picks and seeing if they make it. We're not in the draft game. We know that, but they are. Um, they've got a few that 
that they're looking at that seem to be promising. So that that's what we're looking at from their side. They've got to look at a new system because they tend to be more thin at midfield like we are and rely more on overlaps. Are they going to go heavy in the mid? I mean, did they learn their lesson from the from the playoff exit? How overla- getting overloaded in the mid is, is trouble? Yeah, they've got a lot of answers. They've got to figure it out, and CCL is coming quick. So that's what we're dealing with on their end. Uh, Bam, what are your expectations for this one? Um, for this one, I expect them to come out full flying. They're getting ready for the CCL. They want to um, get some minutes in there. I see the reason why we're allowed to go to this game is because they want to play in front of fans, get the noise, get that atmosphere. They know that we have some of the best atmosphere. We know what the atmosphere is like down in Mexico when they play those teams. So they really want to get that going. That's why, like I said earlier, we'll probably see three 30-minute periods just so they can get a lot of game time in this one. Yeah, I, I've seen this before with MLS sides playing the three periods. I don't, I'm not surprised either if it happens. If it goes to 45s, it's because they really want to get through the paces of it. But really for our side, I'm not sure if that's the healthiest thing to do. Um, so yeah, we have our rules too. Uh, Tony, your expectations going into this one? Just to see how everyone fits in the system, how people have adapted to uh, Dolo's coaching style and the way he runs everything. Um, it's like I said, it's it's just fun to have football back and just to be in the stadium to watch it. But at the end of the day, it's it's a good it's a good bar to see how everyone's going to be playing and what we have on the field and what we can expect. Do you think a Poco is going to get a Poco is going to get any minutes in this thing? Oh. Oh, 100%. I, I don't see it. He was like, if you see the videos, you see him like messing around with uh, Ibage. I think his name is, sorry for... Oh, Ibiaga? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even mention him. Isn't that funny? <laughs> We're talking about the depth in, in the D. And mm-hmm. it's like, Ibiaga could definitely be a starter for us this year. He's still fighting for it. It's just so different, right? Going into this, like, this is what we've got, you know? And so really interesting... What do you guys think? I know it's wild and it's crazy speculation because of the weird roster we're going to run with, but do you think we're going to see a 4-3-3 kicking off or do you think he's going to make it a lot heavier? Um, Probably a 4-3-3, maybe. Who knows? Like I said, he does, like he said, he doesn't, his system is, he does have a system, but his formation is to the team. So maybe for new England, he was playing a different system than one we'll see against uh, Toronto or the galaxy or Chicago, any of those teams, he'll change it up, but we can, we'll see, we can see him start with a system uh, formation and then just totally destroy that mid mid game or mid three 30 minutes, depending on how we are playing this. There we go. Now, are any of the players on our current roster, do you think they're going to get put in an experimental role for this match, testing them out of their comfort zone? Do you see any that might get minutes like that? Yeah, I could see, as I was saying earlier, uh, Velop only playing the second 30 minutes, but playing more of a midfielder role. I can see him playing more like, of a midfielder role. Like central attacking mid? Yeah. All right. Do you think maybe he could go with a five-man mid, two drop back and one high? I think he might go four-four-two. It would make sense with what we have, who's available in this match. That's for sure. The guy I think that could get into a really experimental setup would be Kim Moon Juan. 
Yeah, now that Escobar that. is here, yeah. uh, he has to find utility to get more minutes. Because honestly, if I put those two against each other, I'm taking Escobar for security purposes. <laughs> I mean, really, um, mm -hmm. unless unless it's a three man back, and you're throwing Kim Moon Hwan out wide, wing back mid roll, right? And mm -hmm. Escobar's behind him. This could happen. That's what he did in Atlanta. So really really interesting to see who's who's going to be on that back line to kick things off of course are kids and all that but really who's getting the most minutes out of this and who's really getting a look-see should be interesting and of course Azuri Shradi uh boy he's got a lot to play for now that he's with us right yeah. all kinds of opportunity for him so should be fun um scores are nuts I wouldn't predict it you know how I am about that it really doesn't mean much but do you think anybody could pop one in this that you'd expect to have one drop next one? Vela, most likely. Um, like I said, it's a preseason game, so it's nothing really too concerning to look at, win or loss, because at the end of the day, this is not going to be like how – like they're playing to their full potential, but to a point not. Right, right. I want to see what Torres is going to do. That's where I'm at. Like, I, I have a funny feeling he's going to do something special just <laughs> for the heck of it. And then maybe, maybe Murillo gets a header in this one just because things are still working themselves out and you know where he's at. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to this match. Can't wait to hear everyone going crazy yet again and seeing our family, our other family, right? Uh, making noise feeling it um getting things set up because that's what i kind of do right right tony right mm -hmm. um we both going earlier to these things and making it happen so yeah it's good to get to run out that's for sure uh tony any other things you're looking for for this one before we move into comments just to see like i said just to see how everything's going to be working out you know what i mean like torres is going to be the the big question mark and as a good question mark because he should have had time last season and with the new coach it's perfect for him to break through and honestly the like the moon to the moon at this point with him because he's he's a prospect that's going to be what the other prospects coming from our academy if you have not noticed you you guys they have been destroying it from our academy winning cups left and right so if Taurus is just a little inkling, then you're going to see a lot more. Ooh, what would happen? This is not, thank you for bringing that up because there's a good chance that one of those kids or two of those kids that played in that under 19 match could feature on Saturday mm -hmm. to get a couple minutes in just for the feel, right? It's happened before. Mm -hmm. that, that's how we got introduced to, to some of these guys. Uh, they could get some minutes. Again, expect a lot of changes. There's no limitations to it. It's, 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 it's a scrimmage, let's be real. Uh, so really interesting to see who gets rewarded for that successful run so far. But uh, yeah, all good things there. All right, Bam, any final thoughts before I give this to the comments, to the crew? For, for me, it's, again, like, let's see what these kids can do. Like, not only will be some of the, those under-19s that doing doing a great run, but some of the kids from Vegas that hasn't really came out and had a shot out here, see what they're going to do. I, I can see three completely different lineups this weekend. 
Yeah, so I think at the three periods might make sense for this one, right? Yeah, I you got you got enough bodies, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. All right, so let's get into this mix and see where people's heads are at. We've talked about Rodriguez enough, but I'll give Anthony Bernuñez a shout out. He's talking about Rodriguez again. That does give an interesting thought about what's going to show up in the lineup this weekend if Rodriguez is getting shopped. Who could play in his role? Be his replacement in the instant, right? Who goes out on left? Does Vela go out there? And then we have Tajiri Shradi in the mix. What's going to happen there? So should be fun. Uh, Ben's playing around and he's like, uh, well, we see her here trumpets in the North end. I have no say on that. I don't know, sir. Uh, <laughs> personally, <laughs> funny, I say no, personally, I say no. Austin's, Austin's taking that, that, uh, trumpets yeah. and stuff like that. So that's their thing. So honestly, it's the Coke or Pepsi question when it comes to the North end. Huh? It's always mm-hmm. something that someone's talking about it. It's just a thing. Uh, well, you never know. You never know. Uh, Al Hopkins, Rodriguez, Chicho Vell. It's going to be pretty if they're playing them like that and trying it even in this match. We'll see what happens. Uh, Blessing, uh, Ili, Tajiri, Shradi. Could definitely see that. If they even get to play together, who knows? Uh, <laughs> Farfan, Ibiaga, Mario, Escobar. Yeah, Farfan's definitely going to feature on that side. That's for sure. He don't have a choice at this point. Um, Ibiaga, Mario, Escobar. Right, odd man out then would be Kim Moon Hwan. Uh, like I said, I, I I could see some experimentation there. It is, uh, that's Al's starting lineup. If there is a starting lineup again, we don't know what we're gonna see out there. It should be pretty wild. Mark Lopez brings up behind the crest, should have been released with Dolo's announcement. Yeah, again, marketing didn't do so well, or the timing was not good. We knew that. Uh, it felt really off, but now we're all feeling pretty good about this in the <laughs> in the long term. Of course, he hasn't played, he hasn't coached a game yet for us, right? That hasn't happened. Um, and this one doesn't count this weekend. Uh, don't, yeah, I don't put it against him. Whatever happens out there, he's trying bodies out. So, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I do like the reaction the players have to him. It's good stuff. Mark Lupez, Bam, <laughs> doing research like he's preparing to serve warrants. <laughs> Yeah, it's our own little Mandalorian vibe over there. Um, hunting them down. Uh, Mark Lopez, love the deep research. We don't get anywhere else. Good stuff, man. <laughs> I'll be nice. <laughs> Al Hopkins, we get the yell at Legette. We get the laugh at Legette. Um, I don't think he thought he was leaving there anytime soon, so there you go. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot Bear Halter loves his slow play. He doesn't love good first halves, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hopkins, we don't have Palacios and uh, KMH, and there's more more of the three five two wing backs. That's why I said, you know, Escobar and and Fall and Ibiaga and Mario. Um, the three make sense. So we'll see what happens. Just one good thing: Edwards isn't playing in this thing, so y'all can't complain about that dude anymore. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Hooganox makes some noise. There we go. Uh, Jonah B. What up, lads? Any leaks on the New Jersey? (laughs) You'd like those leaks, wouldn't you? Um, No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, Uh, With the jersey, I've got a feeling it's going to be black. There's going to be a black involved. And a little bit of gold? Um, A little bit, sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I just say look at the trends. That's all I got to say. 
the 90s are alive and well. And other mm-hmm. teams are coming out with really boring kits. I hope that's not going to be us, too. Oh, Have you can, seen them, the leaks? Oh, I, are you talking about the uh, the prep or white boy Miami look? Dude, the rec league look. Yeah. yeah. It looks like you, you ordered it off of East Bay. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it. So, sorry, but I don't. I long for the day when each club has a very distinctive look. Just something, right? I mean, we've had, we've been pretty good at it. You know, we had to go cookie cutter for MLS 25, but uh, it still looked good. We did it right. We did it different than everybody else. So mm-hmm. from what I'm hearing, I can't give details, but there will be a a really cool change to the way it looks. Um, and it ain't what we've seen so far. That's what I'm hearing. So have I seen it? No. Do I want to see it? Of course. Uh, but it's probably bad for me to see it. So there. I'll admit <laughs> uh, <laughs> I freak out in these things. Um, Beast. Vela tournament? Huh? Oh. Uh, why are we playing in an event? Oh. Okay. So. Let them pay the money to put this thing together. We'll just go play and take it. We're not even playing those guys, I don't think. Is it even really a real tournament? I don't think no. it is. Um, it's just an exhibition series at Coachella Valley uh, in Indio. Uh, nobody can even go watch because they don't want anybody to watch them as bad as they are. Because um, otherwise, we would have gone out there strong. I know that for a fact that for a while there, we thought we might. So, yeah, I don't care they're hosting it. As long as we get some results, fine by me. They want to market somebody something that nobody can watch. Go for it. That's cool. <laughs> it's kind of funny. We're we'll in this tournament. Oh yeah, you can't watch it though. Okay, nice for you. Uh, any idea how they determine the winner of the tournament? I don't think so. I think it's just a series, and they're calling it a tournament. Whatever it is, and whatever they do, they'll probably give themselves a trophy to feel better about themselves. So, <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, they are who they are. Uh. Hooligan Ox, do you guys see Vela as trying to be our top scorer for this season or for the top assist man? It's a good question because honestly, dead honest with you, if he's looking to be the best assist man, we've got a lot of good things coming our way. I think he gets more, we get more out of him if he focuses on the assists instead of the goals. And you're like, what do you mean? He's Vela. Yeah, he's a different speed than he used to be. That's life. But his skill set and his ability to to maneuver and he can see things quicker than others, his setup ability, if if he really focuses on on, on letting the other kids run, we're getting we're in fireworks. So you know, I expect Vela to do what Vela needs to do to win a trophy. I think he's to the point in his career where he's okay with being pragmatic uh, and being that leader and truly owning that armband, which means he's gonna feature players and make them look better. So Where's his, where's his head? It's trophies. So I think he'd be fine being the assist man. Bam, what do, what do you think? I, To me, it depends on where he's playing. If he's in the in the midfield, then yeah, definitely assist man. I could see him, if he's got the right connection with Chicho, being a whole, I'm coming at the end of my career. He's getting into the beginning of his career. I want to propel him further to make, see how far he goes and being that man that will showcase him highlight him give him those beautiful passes you know the nice thing is this year we don't have to rely on one guy to carry us or two guys to carry us 
with the revamp midfield and the spine the way it is, you can see goals from coming from other places this year and a lot more regularity. Finishing's the story, of course, but we have guys that are coming in now are capable of hitting from distance, something that we haven't really taken advantage of as well as we should have. But now you have guys capable of that. Look who we brought in. So I think he's fine either way. I don't think the focus is leading score. I think the focus is winning. So we'll see. We will see. LAFC beast. Carson should have scheduled themselves against LAFC. Instead, we got New York and DC. I'll be dead nope. honest. I nope. I would rather play New York and DC because it's better competition this year. New York definitely is. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they're not in our division, right? New York and DC. It's safer to play them right now. <laughs> no need to give anything up or even risk an injury to Carson in Indio. Like, who cares about those dudes? And, you know, and I, I'm going to say this as nicely as I can. Uh, Carson seems to be in the news more because we talk about them more. Honestly, from our side. Um, we always mention them all the time. And you got to wonder, if we don't mention them, does anybody mention them? It really does feel that way because when we do, we're talking about them talking about a draft pick that runs faster than everybody, and that's their their news of the week. They talk about bringing in a big player from Brazil, a former big player from Brazil, and it's hardly even making waves. So it's kind of like we give them more relevance than we should at this stage, and we got a lot more to deal about with our with our program, right? And a lot more to look forward to in our program. Or we don't have to talk about them. We'll, we'll do what we got to do, and we'll we'll get past them when we got to face them. So that's kind of where my head's at right now, dealing with those dudes. It's fun to take shots, but they get more air because we do give them shots. That's my vibe. Yep. Um, Tony Bam, for, are you kind of having the same impressions? For me, it's why do anything to help them? I don't, I don't want to play them during the season during, and if they make playoffs. Besides that, don't want anything to do with them. They're down there. We're up here. Yeah, right. 2.0, 1.0. Like, like, honestly, it's going to be competitive because it's a rivalry, but yeah, we give them way too much steam. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right, let me move on forward here. Let's see. There's small C. That's the story. LAC's back, baby. That's the story. We're back. Yeah, it was rough last year, but we got promise, and it's nice to have promise and to know that you still have the ace in the hole of a DP coming in at some point. That is Dude, that is a power card right there all the way. that You get to drop that on there. We could do it now. We could do it midseason when we assess what can come. You know, it might be wise to wait, right, to see who's playing well, who's not playing well, and then drop the hammer and get a player when the transfer window opens up in the summer. It's not a bad thing looking at the strength of the current squad to do that and get these guys used to each other now. So, yeah, you know, it's nice to have. I'm happy about this year. Uh, Hooligan Ox, I see him being the playmaker for everyone else. I do too. Uh, makes sense. Vela focuses on assists. Chicho gets golden boot. We get the cup. LFG. There it is from Mark. Which cup though? Which cup, Mark? That's the question. Which cup? If <laughs> yeah, man. If Chico gets golden boot, will he go after Vela's record? I would say so. Why not? Why not? Could you, Wait, could you imagine that? When it gets mm. close, would Velas keep passing it to him or just go past him? The man wants a trophy because Chicho, hey, here you go. 
Chicho can be the Golden Boot winner. Can get the record. It's all good if Vela is the MLS Cup MVP. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Everyone's happy. So what if he's the man that makes the assist for that record? Right? Exactly. There you go. So, I, you know, all good things. Imagine if that happened. That would be wild. Yeah. <laughs> Vela gets the assist record. Hey, man. That's the fun of preseason. We can dream, dream, dream. It's good. I like these dreams. These are fun dreams to have. We weren't dreaming about that three weeks ago, that's for sure. <laughs> no, we were not. <laughs> no, we were not. Uh, Smalls Kenobi, we have a trophy-winning team this season. If we stay healthy, we got this. That's the big if, right? Because last year, eight guys for a significant time, and that really put us in a bad spot. Roberto Espinoza, who knows what individual goals the players set along as, as the collective goal is winning trophies. Here's the deal. You win trophies, you get shopped everywhere. Look at what New England is having. Just on a supporter shield, how many how many guys are moving now? Their goalkeeper's going to Arsenal. I mean, at least it sounds like it. Uh, I look at NYCFC. They win a cup, and how many guys move and get sold for big money, right? Mm-hmm. You get featured when you get to the big show. So that's for sure. Tony, you, want, you got something to say? No, he's waiting for something there. All right, oh, no, 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 right. no, just doing my digital engines of seeing anything that pops up or anything. Of course, no one's brought up what we want them to bring up, but yeah, that's up for them. Yeah, we'll talk about oh, the, the one to laugh about, yeah, or cry about, or yeah. Uh, Texas teams have a preseason tournament, that's why they're making this one. AG owns the field, so they want to make money for their properties. Uh, East Coast teams love training out here. There's, yeah, I mean. It makes sense. Either going here or they're going to Arizona because I guess there's that tournament in Arizona too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Honestly, I'm happy we're playing the East Coast teams. I don't want to play any West Coast teams in the lead-up. I really, I really don't. <laughs> um, I'd rather have a little bit of mystery when we go on the field against those guys. I don't need any familiarity, and I really don't need any studs up going to our boys in the lead-up. So that works for me. Um, yeah, let AAG do AAG things. <laughs> Uh, it'll be open to the public next year. All right. Uh, I mean, yeah, COVID was was brought up as well, I know. Uh, LACB is good point by Joe. I haven't heard anything about Carson this offseason, only when an LAC supporter mentions them. Like, oh, wait, I forgot I have a little <laughs> forgotten brother. Exactly. I keep saying that. It's like they fade if we don't give them relevance. Let's be honest. So, yeah, that's where my head's at right now. <laughs> I like Smalls. Which cup? All the cups. Hey man, <laughs> we I this is this is the year of dreams, right? New new faces, new look. Hoping the best for Dolo that he really does take off with this, uh, proving the naysayers wrong in the early stages and all that that heat and fire and ugliness that we were dealing with, and uh, some of it warranted, a lot of it not. Uh, but I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling really, really good right now about where it's at, knowing that more can happen and better can happen. We're in a good place, guys. Um, Mark Lopez says, y'all have been alluding to it, I think. What's the possible signing? Oh, turned hothead gunslinger real. There it is. Yes, the Pena roll story. Things getting weird. So apparently a player... I was rumored to be coming to us. And the only reason we found out about, about the rumor is because they mentioned our name in a report about the player being arrested for 
threatening to kill a player for making fun of yeah his thing uh, <laughs> the most bizarre LAFC rumor in the history of LAFC rumors about an arrested player possibly coming to LAFC you dude you can't write that like hey we're gonna sign this guy oh but he decided to possibly murder a teammate for what he said <laughs> what is going on here we all I know is we dodged a bullet quite literally so we're okay <laughs> Bam, you don't even touch that one. No, no, I'm not going to get anyone <laughs> either. <laughs> Tony? We don't need that many hotheads. I'd rather keep people alive than can't take a oh, joke. Oh, man. <laughs> we could have made a song about bullets, man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so wrong, so wrong. Oh, I love it. Love it. Uh, MLS, uh, let's move on to Ox here. MLS Cup this season. Let's go. Ox. Laughing. <laughs> Mark, uh, what was the joke about his teammate made though? Um under regions. Let's just talk anatomical compensation that apparently a weapon replaces. I don't know. It's a personal insult that, that kids give to each other, I guess. I don't nothing to warrant. Gunplay, that's for sure. Um, and so we really quite literally dodged one there. <laughs> ben, did Baxter break that story? No, he didn't. Or that kid that keeps getting all the rumors ahead of all of us and uh, claiming a lot of names before they come out. I don't know who you are, man. But And I'm not talking about our boy Ben. But uh, there's been some interesting fellas out there. So uh, good stuff, guys. Love it. Uh, yeah, shout out to Ben as well. Expect some amazing stories from Ben, our game day guy, uh, going in there, doing the press conferences, making it happen. Killer articles and also killer scoops, if you if you guys have noticed. Are we feeding him that? No, the man is investigative in what he does. Uh, he's got the journalist vibe, uh, and he just runs with it. And we just enjoy what he does. So all good things there. Uh, <laughs> crazy stuff. Oh, whoa, here we go. Marvin Chavez, I read it was fake news. He was arrested for gun possession when pulled over. Yeah, but the other story was way more fun. So, <laughs> yeah, I know, Marvin. It sounded too good to be true. But, I love uh, to treat a good story. <laughs> right. I mean, it's a great excuse for us not to sign a player if we didn't really want a guy that just got busted on gun possession. So uh, we'll take the other story because it sounds way cooler. <laughs> good stuff marvin good stuff all right so on that note as we move forward and thank everybody once again um it's that moment traditionally what we always do so final thoughts gentlemen who wants to take this one who's up who's up who's up oh go. Bam. there we'll, it is we'll keep, we'll keep it going we'll always start with me <laughs> final thoughts guys is go out this weekend have some fun and always remember, no, no matter how bad you are as a keeper, you can always be linked to a championship side like Jamal Blackman is right now. <laughs> One more guy that needs less traffic and less air. From yes. <laughs> For those that don't know, he's linked to Huddersfield Town, who are currently sixth in the championship. So if he goes there, he could be playing in the Premier League next year. Could be. Playing is the word of the day, though. He's probably going to feature for their reserve side, man. You know that. 
Oh, yeah, probably, but still, though. When I saw that, I had to have a giggle. But no, honestly, everyone, if you're going this weekend, go out there, make some noise, see that or your family that's in the black and gold, have some drinks, and just have fun. Just remember, it's preseason. What you see out there is not the final polish present what we're going to play all year. Go out there, see some young kids, and just keep an eye on them. Yeah, and show them support, right? Exactly. Can't hurt, can't hurt. Thank you, sir. Well said, Tony. Final thoughts of the day. Go have fun this Saturday. Um, make sure again. I I know I'm I'm a broken record at this, but if you make sure you bring your vaccination cards or have a COVID test, because I know it, even though it is a very small dense, even it they still will be checking for those. So just 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 a heads up. Um, but at the end of the day, to go have fun, be safe. You know, it's the start of the new season. It's it's a new beginning for everybody. So we have a lot more to to look forward to and keep it in a positive note because forget the past, even the good and the bad, and let's just focus on moving forward. Well said, my friend. Well said. And yes, the COVID protocols are real. Yes, Omicron is real. Uh got to do what you got to do to get in the stadium make it happen we'll get through this we'll get through this and enjoy the day and at least when you're inside that place let's just do our best to forget about the world out there and enjoy our our little escape from reality called football um it is our reality that's for sure so right our reality uh yeah enjoy it enjoy the players uh Show them all the love you can. Build them up as best you can. It's going to be an interesting, fun year. So let's make it a bit of a celebration in the lead up. Um, on that note, I will see you all there. I should be getting there pretty early on the day. Going to be a long, fun day. But I will see you all at the bank. Hopefully we can smuggle Tony in. Hopefully we can <laughs> make an escape for him so he can go to this thing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that that is it. We are thankful, guys, for everything that you guys do, all the comments that you make. Dude, it's so much fun hearing from all of you. Uh, It's good to be, again, back in season with you, seeing you guys there in person again. I know it was a short offseason, but, man, it still feels really long. Mm -hmm. Um, And so coming up, say hi. We love it. We love having the conversations in person as well as on here. Uh, So don't let up. Have a good time with it. Uh, If things you want to see on the show, tell us. Drop a comment down there. Show us some love on, on, on YouTube. Show us some love with our episodes. It should download about midnight tonight uh, for the podcast itself. So that is how it works. Basically, 9.30 live, midnight full release on all of your favorite streaming platforms, including, wow, everything. We're on everyone. So have fun with that. There's like 20 places this thing goes. So enjoy it. I Really, it's on every everything. You name it. I think even iHeart's got us. So uh, have fun with that. So on that note, guys, of course, tradition dictates you first. Stay golden. Tony? Stay golden. And for me, to all of you guys, stay golden. listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over